0: Welcome to Thoughts from the Pickup Line, a financial podcast designed for perspective, guidance and protection created by two family guys blessed enough to be able to pick up our kids each week and advisors providing more than financial planning. Each episode will check in with topics on health and wealth, talk investments and share our motivations and our inspirations that keep us moving forward, as well as our challenges and how we pivot throughout our lives to adjust. Please enjoy this episode's thoughts. Welcome back to another episode of Thoughts from the Pickup Line. I'm Tyler Smith, and joining me as always, my partner in crime, Brandon Gregg. How are you today?
1: I am doing fantastic. How are you?
0: I'm doing really well. And thank you for everyone joining us uh, on this episode. Again, uh, that means you survived the first episode, or maybe you caught uh, an interesting topic in our show (laughs) notes. But either way, we're really excited that you've made the decision to share your time with us again today, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to entertain you a little
1: bit. We have a couple of really
0: fun things to talk about. So kind of checking in real quick, man, tell me, um, how things have been since last week. And if there is anything specific you may want to talk yeah. about,
1: things have been good. Um, I think this part of our, this time in the business, as we roll into kind of warmer weather and things like that, it does feel like things slow down a little bit. Um, I think part of that is, a natural slowdown due to us moving our offices. Yeah. So I'm very excited about new office space. We moved down the block. Yeah. Here downtown Lafayette in a much larger, larger office, um, and we actually have been doing some remodeling. So we're kind of in a makeshift office now and. Uh, very excited this morning to walk in and see the carpet in the other part of the office done so we can start moving some things. Yeah, So very excited to show our folks the, the new office when it's all complete.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited about it too. And uh, it's it's great. I, it, we've had some great experiences. Downtown Lafayette is absolutely mm-hmm. incredible. Yep. And I fall in love with it more and more every day. Especially
1: I mean, when you come in in days like today when the sun was out yeah. and it's, it's warm enough you don't have to have a jacket on.
0: Yeah, when I just and ran I, back down to my car real quick. I didn't want to come back. (laughs) You
1: wanted to stay. I I understand that.
0: Yeah. I even thought you might have, like, warned me on the way out because (laughs) the sun was bright. It's 65, 60, 65 right now. It's going to hit up in the 70s. So, yeah, that is exciting. A great excuse
1: to take a walk later, right?
0: Yeah. So let me tell you a great story here. Okay. Uh, So this morning I get up and I'm I'm moving along. The kids are jumping in the van to head to school with Maggie. And I get a phone call from one of my buddies. And uh, it was really fun. So he has... He and I are close, so he okay. is a teacher in right. Mishawaka, so up north in Indiana, and he's also a football coach. And so we've been great friends now for a very long time, since I got done with school really. And he has went through the process of getting his house all locked and loaded to sell, all right. and then listed it. And so houses right now in that general area, like if you list them, you're getting offers right away mm-hmm. and everything. He listed it, didn't get any offers right away. Really? And he was nervous. And I could kind of tell from some of our messaging, but then he reached out to me this morning. And over the weekend, they got two or three. And then by today, like they had a couple over asking
1: price. Good for them.
0: So I was thinking about that. Like how incredible is that feeling when you put in that hard work, you know, and you get it finally done and then it's over. You know, and to be able to right now, if you're looking to sell your house, I think most places are selling within a week. Oh, yeah. Isn't that unbelievable? When was the last time you sold a house?
1: Three or so years ago. Four years. Probably pushing on four years now. Okay. Yeah. We bought and sold right. It would be four years because it was right before Cohen was born. The week before Cohen was born, we moved into our current house. Yeah. Yeah. And he just turned four. It was right at the time, as the the Dude, markets we, have been we, pretty hot for yeah, the last few
0: years. We've been doing everything together. Cause I think I moved <laughs> like three or four months before you. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because I got because Thomas. We moved before Thomas to make sure that we were in the new place before we had Thomas.
1: Yeah, the so market. been there about four years. The, the housing market for the last probably five years has been pretty crazy because yeah. we 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 sold our previous home within a day. Yeah, and then we had to jump on the, the home we're at right now. Um, We'll see, it's very, very interesting to see as the interest rates are rising and you know everything going on now, what, what happens with the housing market, but it's still hot. Yeah, it's still it hot. is,
0: yeah. We did not have that luck. I mean, it took us a little bit longer to sell our house four years ago, I guess now, yeah. but I can tell you the flip side of that, and he's going through that struggle right now. I've asked him, and we've talked about it a little bit, but selling your house used to be the biggest concern. Mm-hmm. To me, as the guy that's worrying about what's next, yeah. Is you sell your house, that means you got three weeks, five weeks before you close. And that time's going to keep getting shorter and shorter and shorter, mm. shorter. As they start to integrate more and more digital right. types of technologies into this whole process, it's going to be two weeks. And then yeah. where are you living?
1: Yeah. Well, inventory is so low right now, too. Yeah. yeah.
0: It is wild. Well, yeah. yeah. So that was really exciting. Well, Started off my morning great. We yeah. talked to him on the way up here. So it was great. And the one other thing I wanted to bring up, too, is as we kind of go through this episode, and I mentioned it earlier, uh, this is our first attempt at doing a podcast. And mm-hmm. so last week, there were a lot of nerves. and I think there's a lot less this week. And hopefully sure. we continue to get better. If you have any feedback along the way, and I'm speaking to the listeners right now, please reach out to us. Our email address is thoughts at bbkwealth.com. And please let us know if we're doing some things great that you want us to keep doing. Or if we miss something that you want us to revisit, make sure you let us know. Absolutely. Right? So let's move into the next little piece here. So last week, we talked about 529s, and 529s, as I kind of had brought up last week, are very important to me. I think education is super important, and we highlighted some of those specific guidelines and why we thought they were great. Let's just revisit that real quick, if you want to touch base on just the rules, I guess, of the 529s.
1: Yeah, yeah. The 529s are an opportunity to provide funding for education, but you need to use the money for qualified expenses we talked a little bit about that, where there is some some great area with those those college expenses that you can spend on, uh, but there's benefits to it as opposed yeah. to putting it just directly into a savings account. You get the benefit of some some tax credits, some and tax credits else like that. back with that as well. So, uh, if you want have more questions about that, feel free to reach out. We'd love to share more with that. Uh, but 529s can also be used for gifting. Yes, and that is our our subject of today. So, tell us about gifting, Tyler.
0: Yeah, so there's a couple different uh, ways you can gift. And there are rules around gifting as well. Mm-hmm. So we can touch on the rules in a second, but let's start with the benefits maybe of gifting. So gifting can be just as simple as giving someone a gift, yeah. right? And you need to keep that in mind as the foundation of all gifting. Yep. Is that what the IRS believes, what you believe, what I believe, what everyone believes here is that a gift needs to be given without any expectation. Right. Right. right? And we're going to talk about the emotional side of gifting here at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but it can be fantastic, you know. You can give money each year to your child, to a niece, a nephew, a grandchild, and the IRS allows for that, right? So, specifically, let's hit that rule real quick.
1: Yeah, just a few few brief rules on that is for this year, twenty twenty two. You each person can give sixteen thousand. Um, that is your that is your limit for that annual annual time. But husband and wife can each do sixteen thousand. So. You can give a child or a grandchild up to thirty-two thousand. Correct. Uh, the lifetime for twenty twenty-two is a twelve point zero six million dollars. We're not going to get into all of that, but the reason I kind of bring that number up is you just have to be careful with these limits and these these exclusion yeah. things because there are tax um, tax limits, Final tax fees. issues yeah. if you if you go above those numbers, and that can range anywhere between 18, 18 and forty percent. Yes. No one wants to give forty percent back of anything that they they give no. out or whatever. So, those are kind of some brief things. Again, there's there's a lot more to that. But again, ask us those questions if, yeah. you, if you want to know more.
0: The majority of folks are going to fall into that ninety nine percent where sometimes you want a gift, you want to do it in an intelligent way. So, family, friends, things like that. Sixteen grand a year. Mm-hmm. If you're married, you can give thirty two grand a year to yep. someone. And it works with couples as well. So if you're a married couple and you want to give to a child that's married, you can give them up to $64,000, right? right. So it does layer. There's some unique ways to give to them should you choose. Uh, And also understand that there's no expectation. You know, with us, we've seen clients that give all the time. And we've seen clients that don't give at all. So there, there are reasons for both, which we can kind of talk about here. So from a financial perspective, we see... Folks, I mean, I see a lot of my folks, and you can probably comment on this mm-hmm. a little bit as well, they end up in their 80s, you know, maybe late 70s, early 80s, and then they keep getting older mm-hmm. and older. And the biggest concern, the fear, is running out of money, right? healthcare, you know, I don't want someone else to have to take care of me. Some people have long-term care insurance, some don't. Right. Uh, it's the healthcare environment's been changing so much for so many years that Depending on when you got your long-term care policy, it could be amazing or it could be a done, mm-hmm. right? So there's a lot of things moving there, but we encourage our clients on a regular basis. You know, you need to take this money out of your IRA if it's a qualified right. account, or if they've had great performance in the markets or they're just not spending money, maybe they should enjoy it with their kids. Yeah.
1: Well, that's the opposite end of that. We talk about running out of money. Well, sometimes the the question is, is what am I going to do with all this money, you know? And I'm worried that it's going to have some sort of effect when I'm gone. Yeah. So let's start the planning now. And yeah. you can be a part of that decision making. And let's do that on a yearly basis. And that's what we do is we sit down with folks and we we just look at that. Mm-hmm. Well, who do you want to give to? What charities? What kids? What, mm-hmm. Whatever the situation, let's, let's navigate that together.
0: And you can take advantage of some of the law.
1: Absolutely. I mean, that's
0: really what it comes down to. You can do qualified charitable distributions or QCDs mm-hmm. is what they call them from your IRAs. You could just give to your favorite charities. You know, it's going to be tough for the regular Joe at this point to get above the standard deduction mm-hmm. on taxes. Right. Uh, so it, for me, it almost becomes more authentic. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not doing it for a tax deduction. Right. You're not yeah. doing it for those reasons. It's just I'm giving without any expectation of anything in return.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: You know, so I think that's really great. And it can yeah, be terrible so. yeah. at the same time. Right. <laughs> there,
1: there's a lot of an, a big emotional aspect to it. and Yeah. Positive and negative.
0: Yes. You know? So whether you've come into money
1: mm-hmm.
0: or your family, friends are aware that you have money or sometimes they don't even, they're not even aware mm-hmm. you've just created a situation or, or a situation has been created where money is bleeding. Right. Right. And that can be really challenging. So what we try to do in those situations is give you a ballpark number, mm-hmm. right? So when it comes to gifting, we can take a look at your financial situation give you a pretty good idea of what you can spend. And if you're in a situation where you've been helping out children or grandchildren, and maybe you want to pull back on the reins a little bit and you're just not quite ready yet, you can use us as an excuse. Right. Right? I mean, how many times have we done that?
1: Oh, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Many, many times.
0: And it's not necessarily that we're an excuse, but it's our job to protect you. Right. Right. It's our job to protect our clients. And, If it brings you joy to send money to your – or send money to your kids, Mm -hmm. your grandkids, send it. Right. and All day long. Like, we are not here to pass judgment on that. You know, I waste money on a lot of things. I probably could waste (laughs) it on much better things, right? Similarly, you may change someone's life.
1: Yeah.
0: And we've heard people say that once. And you hear it one time, and you always have to keep that in the back of your head where – you don't realize that by giving your child a couple thousand dollars a mm-hmm. month or five thousand dollars a year, it really has put them in such a better position sure. to live their life and to be more yep. joyful. So use us for both, right? Yeah. Either to get some great ideas to get some money out as gifting, or on the flip side, if you're in a position where you're starting to grow resentful, yeah. which is not good, then reach out to us and we might be able to help you now. We can
1: that. we can stay we can stay objective and just look at the numbers too. Sometimes you know we can take some of that emotion out of it. And just provide some clarity yeah. on, on a situation. And then... And perspective. It, it, perspective, exactly. And, and if something needs to change, then we're we're your advocate. We're there for you. You know, as financial planners, you yeah. do pay us yeah. to help you with this. So yeah. we want to help you in this way.
0: And it's one of the ways that it's more than financial planning. Exactly. Right? I mean, we can tell you all the things. We yeah. can give you all the goals. We can give you all the checklists. But at the end of the day, you might need help with implementation. Exactly, And that's where we can step in in any way, shape, or form. So... Hopefully you're enjoying the gifting a lot more than the emotional side of it, but in either situation, if you want any more advice on gifting or some of the specifics around what we talked about today, please reach out to either one of us or you can email us again. And I'm sure
1: we'll have some information on on the show notes as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right. That's fantastic. So let's move on to some other things that bring me a lot of joy, right? So let's pop into Wordle.
1: Here's the fun stuff.
0: Yeah. Wordle's been great.
1: I am currently on a 25-day streak.
0: That's pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. It's really exciting. I've
1: had a few that I've been really worried at and gotten the last the last chance, but yeah, um, I somehow pull it out. I it just I stare, sit there and stare at it and focus and focus, and then finally it just pops in my head. Yeah. Um, but there's been some times that I thought this is it. It's over. Yeah. Done.
0: But, I mean, I don't disagree with you at all. So just as a quick reminder, Wordle is a game you can play online. New York Times bought this game from a couple of folks. Mm-hmm. Aaron, it's only been going since last October. Yeah. So, I mean, it's really only six or seven months old. So, it's five letters and, is it five? Yes. Five yes. letters. That's embarrassing. We've been doing this for <laughs> months now. Yeah, so it's uh, five letters and, is a, you know, it's it's a great quick game. You can only play it once a day. So, Brandon and I have been playing for a long time. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you want to play and kind of see how we're doing, it's just fun. It helps us get day to day. I love doing it. I tell Brandon one of my pieces of advice is start each day with a win. Yeah. You know, and so Wordle can be the win to start your day with, or it can be something you laugh about. Complete frustration, quit. Yeah, no you know, kidding.
1: for a bit. But
0: So the wrapping with the pickup line again, you know, we keep talking about the pickup line. So mm-hmm. yesterday I did it with Kate and Caroline. Okay. And I didn't do it in the morning, so I did it in the car. Mm-hmm. So we're waiting in the pickup line for, to leave. Yeah. And that process is painful. Have three kids <laughs> in the car for 20 minutes. Like, how does it take 20 minutes? It, Another day. <laughs> but I was doing Wordle, and it was one of the few things, so I had it there. And we have very limited inter- internet connection, but we okay. got that to work. So Kate and I are doing it, and we're going back and forth. And yeah. she's in the back seat, and then Caroline's in the way back. And so we're going back and forth, and Caroline's, like, looking over her shoulder. Kate's holding the phone. And Kate's getting a little frustrated. Yeah. You know, and we can't really quite figure it out. And then Caroline throughout the queue. So there was a queue in the word yesterday squad squad that's, that's what, what it was, was. squad yeah. yeah so she's the one what about q she yells yeah. it and it's like holy moly so yeah. Like, yeah. And then like so caroline got it so like that was like our fifth or sixth guys yeah. yeah it's wild so my kids are actively involved in it if i let them i mean that's kind of the joke is that you know if if i get to that point i let them jump in but yeah. on those days that i pick them up i think i might just start doing it from the pickup line yeah
1: them. that's a good little activity. activity so
0: yeah wordle's been pretty awesome Uh, The sun is out again, which also is making me happy. Anytime I can put my windows down as I'm picking up (laughs) my kids, I'm always in a a pretty good place. So that brings me a lot of joy. So 25, that's a long time.
1: Yes, I'm going to keep the streak alive.
0: Yeah. All right, well, check in next week, I guess, right? And we'll touch base on that again. And I'll give a little bit of history next time, too. I was going to talk about it today, but we've already kind of got into my (laughs) rhythm. So uh, I I do want to touch base on... A couple different things today, uh, specifically with downtown Lafayette. You know, since we mm-hmm. moved up here and we've been visiting some other places, has there been anywhere that you have really started to find as like a second home for you up here as you're walking around? And
1: Not yet, but okay. it's going to be a second home. Yeah, um, we, we talked a little bit just, just yesterday. I think I'm probably more excited than you think I'd be about finding a coffee shop just around the corner from the new office.
0: It's incredible! Uh,
1: I was walking around last week and I was looking up, Coffee shops. I was like, yeah. I, I, it was just after lunch, and I'm like, I could use another coffee. As we've talked about, I start to wind down, wear down in the afternoons. Yeah. And you know how when you pull up coffee, you know you pull up a place on Google, and it shows you all the different places around. Well, there was nothing that was close. I could see the top four or five were all you know three, four miles away. Mm. Um, and as I'm walking the corner, I'm like, well, I guess that's it. Right in front of me is Star City Coffee. I just didn't go far enough down the list. Oh sure. Um, and walked in there. Really nice environment. Quiet. A lot of students. You know, doing doing work and, and things like that. Uh, I actually shot a couple of pictures for you mm-hmm. with some of the decorations they do. And I was like, we could do this in the office. You know, uh, it's it's a going to be a good a good saw for me. Maybe I love it. maybe it's too close because. It's an easy thing. Oh, I'm I'm bored. I'm gonna go get some coffee. But yeah. you know, spending too much money on that. But I, I like to have coffee in the mornings and then I like to have it in the afternoon. So I could mm-hmm. see myself over at Star City.
0: I like that. Yeah. So, so it's wild. You just didn't scroll down far enough to find right, it.
1: Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. So my I I'm literally looking at my phone. I still I'm turning a corner and I look up and there's Star City coffee right there. That's so cool. Yeah, and yeah. it is literally just around the corner from our office. So yeah. You know, maybe maybe at some point we'll we'll meet the owners and we'll give them a shout out yeah. on there too. But yeah, I, I think I'll spend spend a lot of time there.
0: I love it. I can well, do work there too. Well, it goes to show you how important Google is, right? Yeah, uh, that's true. We've kind of talked about that. How we need to figure out how to get Google yeah. reviews and being
1: patient and reviewing further down, scrolling down a little further.
0: Yeah, I, I knew there had to be somewhere. Well, <laughs> don't they call is it is it your generation or is it the generation behind you? They call generation now.
1: You know, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I don't know if there's be like Gen Z, yeah. millennials,
0: all the different things. I there's can't like even tell you which, which, which
1: one's what. It's like, yeah. if I can't have it now. I
0: don't <laughs> yeah. want it. You right. know? Um, I think it might be a Barbara Streisand quote, actually.
1: Yeah.
0: It's like, I want it all and I want it delivered. Yeah. You know, and that's, yeah, that's my daughter, <laughs> that's my daughter sometimes. That's funny. So that's great. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm excited. Maybe we go there this afternoon and check yeah, absolutely. it out. Uh, I'm not a big coffee drinking guy. If there was a gas station around the corner from us, like, that would make me happy.
1: I've gotten you into drinking a little more coffee. I am,
0: yes. And, like, I do enjoy coffee. Yeah. I just wouldn't ever. I'm generation now. I want to get my soda, and I want to drink it (laughs) when I want it. I don't want to wait. Because you even saw me. Like, I'm a baby. Like, it took me 15 minutes to let this thing cool down. Right, right. All right. Well, it's fun. We're good. The other thing that's been going on, too, recently here is that Purdue didn't quite make it all the way to the NCAA championship. That is true. But we did our inaugural NCAA bracket pool, and it was a great success. We yeah. had a lot of folks get involved in it, and uh, neither one of us won, which was <sighs> really disappointing and also great.
1: That's a big story in itself. Yeah. Such a disappointment for me.
0: I got destroyed. <laughs> I mean, I— I don't know. Did we look at the final rankings yet and see if I beat Kate or Maggie? I think Kate and Maggie both may have beat me this year.
1: I don't know if I went far enough down to, to uh, see it. <laughs> He just
0: winked at me, for all of you that uh, can't see that, obviously. Yeah, so uh, we both didn't uh, quite make it all the way up there. I lost all four of my final yeah. four teams within, like, a day. So it was a little bit rough. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: but we're going to donate to charity, so that was kind of right. the point of that, was getting mm-hmm. some local charities or just some great charities in general so we're going to send that out in our email updates, as well as kind of highlight it here real quick. The winner of the tournament wants to have his donation go to Make a Wish. That's awesome. Which I thought was pretty great, and that's got a close connection too. My wife is into Make a Wish, and her family are big into Make a Wish. Yeah. Um, and then the second place, the second place finisher, I guess is what you mm-hmm. would call them. Uh, they reached out to us and want to have the money donated to Family Promise of Greater Indianapolis. which is another great charity. And then I think with the rest of it, I was looking at like the children's hospital, Mm -hmm. like a children's food bank. I've seen at those gas stations that I just talked about. Did you see that now? 18% of Indiana children are food insecure.
1: Really? That's what I said at Speedway. Hmm.
0: That made me sad.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like
0: it really caught me off guard. So I think that's what we're going to do with the rest of it. So kind of split it between those three major charities. The other one that that I think is really important and good is the Michael J. Fox ALS Foundation. Yeah, That's another one that's really close to us. So we're gonna make a donation to them as well. So kind of a great way to have fun, get involved in the community and do some great things. And hopefully next year, we'll get a lot more people
1: involved. Well, yeah, as a business, we want to be, we we just spoke about gifting. We wanna be giving and generous. As much as we can. As much as we can. So finding opportunities like this tourney and be able to turn it into something like that. Friendly competition, but then turn it into a way to be generous and, and help others it's a win-win it is
0: so that's great all right and then the last thing we got to talk about we're going to talk about on every single episode is pokemon (laughs) right so i've started i went down the road he's got the bug i got the bug (laughs) so um i don't remember exactly what we talked about last time other than we're starting to get into Mm -hmm. it i love it i really do and it's i think the reason that i like it is it's just not the typical path that i've been
1: on sure what i mean you
0: know uh, I did enjoy Magic growing up a little bit, and it's mm-hmm. got a little magic feel to it. I think they started around the same time, bit, right? yeah And I love card games. Yeah. The idea of sitting down <laughs> to play a card game with strategy mm-hmm. is something that I don't know if I'm going to be able to get into. Yeah, you yeah. know. But my kids are both into it. We got them a uh, a little box where it's like twenty bucks, okay. and you open it up, and it shows you the first two or three moves that you do with Pokemon.
1: Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I don't know if they're. I think they're newer is that like one of those battle boxes it's not something? a battle box it's an okay. actual
0: box that like shows you step by step how to oh. play Interesting. and it gives you a handful of random cards things like that so we got that for our kids we're gonna give it to yeah. them yeah caroline's birthday is coming up and i got her some like pokey she's so into
1: it yeah I mean, she, I love it. she
0: wanted the binder binder and sleeves what do you want for your birthday i want a binder <laughs> and sleeves. so you know, i am into it um uh, and I'll have to report back. As far as the fun and family time, it gets a full thumbs up for me. I think getting one of those starter boxes that we talked about mm-hmm. to have like twenty or thirty packs, yeah, uh, that would be a dad of the year move. I think right. so. Uh, I'm really excited. I'm glad that you exposed me to it. And yeah. if we weren't running short on time, we'd hit it more. So maybe. Yeah. Down the road, we can start talking oh, more in years.
1: We're going to hit it again and again and again, I'm sure. Yeah. You were just in tell the beginning. Tell me one of your great of
0: memories, those. though. Like, when you first got started, you know, when your brother got you involved a couple, like, three or four years ago or five years mm-hmm. ago. Um, yeah. I mean, tell me one of the first things. Well, you I think that
1: the, probably the pinnacle of joy from the collecting standpoint was when I finished and got the last card to a set. Oh, cool. Because then you just you get that feeling of it's complete. This yeah. master set is complete. It's and not, I, can, I don't know if I can look back and remember what that first set even was at this point. Um, but it's just all that hard work because I, I'm collecting a lot of the older stuff. So I can't just go to a store and buy something, open up and expect to find anything. Like I've got to seek it out and and spend a little more money than I probably should, you know, trying to do that. But uh, some of those really rare cards to be able to find and, and to find someone who's willing to not price gouge it. Yeah. Out the roof too, it's like really a tough. hustle. Because it's it's gotten to be so big. You know, you've got the positives of what we've talked about of just it being a good thing, good fun thing to do as, from a collection standpoint, even an investment standpoint. Mm-hmm. And then a great thing for the kids. But, you know, when COVID came around and everybody was home trying to find something to do, you end up getting a lot of people who just got into it for money, 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 money. Yeah. Which is okay. If people want to do it, buy and sell. But it just became a really rough thing mm-hmm. when people are just taking $20 cards and selling them for a hundred, you know, and then I guess people were willing to do it. So you just well, got yeah. more and more of that. I mean, so, it, you know, you, I can't fault people if they can make a little money there, but it got a little harder from the collection standpoint to be able to do that yeah. because I'm not going to pay a crazy, no. ridiculous premium for yeah. something, yeah. you know, but, but yeah, no, from an early, early on when I first got into it, it was just, Getting something complete, whether yeah. it's, you know, we're buying some of the sealed packs or things and getting that, that art set complete or, yeah. you know, doing the individual cards and just putting that last card in the binder and be like, it's
0: done. It hit, yeah. You it know. hits so many different, uh, characteristics. It does. Know? Like it's yeah. got the beautiful art. It's got the organization, the structure. So I don't know. It's really cool. Even if you don't think you'd be into it, I think it's worth giving it a shot. Like, yeah. you know, I, I do think it's, it's been great for us and our family so far. So yeah.
1: an easy excuse is to just say it's an investment. <laughs> well, yeah.
0: Or on the flip side, when I call it an investment, I get laughed at. So I mean it just kinda depends. But either way, I think it's great. Uh and speaking of investments, right? I mean, we have been talking about the markets on a pretty regular basis here. We are, um, to time stamp ourselves, even though we're trying to avoid it a little bit, you know, we're in twenty twenty-two, we're in the second quarter, and it's uh continues to be volatile. You know, very we, much. So. We sent out a big Message to all of our folks last week just kind of saying expect it to stay the yeah. same you know unfortunately every time I feel like the war is starting to stop mm-hmm. you know we're in a position and by the war I mean the war in Russia or yeah. the war in Ukraine yeah. rather uh, you know I, I feel that will be one log jam that once mm-hmm. that clears things will get a little bit better and now the two really bad words are popping up again yeah. folks are talking about COVID uh, and inflation. Yep. And so we're going to talk about that a little bit, you know, and trying to navigate that space. The problem with volatility and COVID and inflation, it, there is no short term solution to this. Right. Yep. I mean, it's really just a matter of staying intelligent and thoughtful. Right. Um, and hopefully, you know, if you do want to take a second look at your portfolio, you know, um, this is kind of the commentary that we work with our clients. We try to stay topical. Mm-hmm. Uh, we invest from a macro perspective yep. where it's kind of thematic, I'd say, tactical maybe. And then we also will use specific equities from time to time to kind of elaborate a little bit more from last week. So right now we're talking about Target and Walmart, you yeah. know, and there's there's a couple of reasons. It's not just because that's where I buy Pokemon. Um, <laughs> although I guess maybe that does kind of make a point, right? Uh so, yeah, let's jump into Target and Walmart a little bit, and I'm going to let you jump in here, mm-hmm. Brandon, because I know you've done a ton of research on these two and kind yeah. of talk through them.
1: Yeah, well, I, I, I honestly, if, if we were doing this podcast six months ago, I don't think I would have ever popped in my head that we'd be talking about Target and Walmart.
0: No, me neither. You
1: know, Not from the standpoint, but from this volatility that we're seeing, You know, my, my message doing video reviews this month to, to clients is... There's volatility in the world, talking about the war, and, you know, what is the Fed going to do next? Leads to volatility in the markets, leads to volatility in accounts. Yeah. And one thing that we've seen over time is uh, investments like Target and Walmart have been able to, here recently, just kind of withstand some of that volatility. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we we do throw out the word a lot of times of, you know, defensive sectors, defensive this, you know, what are de- defensive investments? And I don't know if we can really put them in that bucket, per se, um, but they have been able to kind of withstand the volatility because what what do people buy at Target and Walmart? They buy the things that they need. Everything they need. You know, yeah. yes, prices are really high, but I still need to go in. I still need to get toilet paper. I still need to get food. I still need to get, you know, whatever. Um, we still have to live. Yeah. And I think that that's been a, a big benefit. Walmart and Target both have really gotten into the e-commerce side of things, too. And I think that's really helped with, you know, the technological side of advancements these days. And let me, let me cut you up there real quick.
0: Yeah, on that piece, because I wanted to touch base on that, because last night, ironically enough, and I may have thrown it in here or in a different set, but Best Buy is struggling. Mm. And I saw last night, I think Best Buy is down now, you know, over 20%. I mean, they're they're really, really struggling. And who would have thought that? I remember Best Buy being a stock that everyone just kept talking about over Mm. and over and over again, how great it was. It was... On the cutting edge of technology, sure. you know, sure. now we're in a place where, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if we're having a conversation about there not being a Best Buy at some mm-hmm. point, right? Or be, or maybe it's acquired by a bigger... It's not the next Radio Shack, is it? Well, I don't know. I mean, isn't that wild to think about? Yeah. But, like, you think about Amazon, right? And Amazon is the least expensive place to get nearly everything. Right, right. Right? And so, from a technology standpoint, like, right now, we're going through this process in our office. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to get some great technology, and yeah. I am not the kind of guy that can look at a computer and decide what computer I want. Sure. You know, I don't know what Hertz are, or, like, I don't I don't know that stuff. I want to go look at one, and I want someone to sell me. I mean, yeah. I, I, sure. they can tell me anything, you know, yeah. but it's just one of those things where that's how I buy things, right? Sure. So, Best Buy closes down, and then what's left?
1: Right. Target and Walmart. Right.
0: And I don't know how to invest in Meijer. I mean, (laughs) you know what (laughs) I mean? But like Kroger is another one that kind of gets in that list. It's a Cincinnati based company. But these brick and mortar stores are becoming less and less and less and less. Right. And I don't know where the breaking point is. Right. But I do know that Target right now and Walmart both are not going away. Because I don't even think about them necessarily as defensive companies, like you had said. Mm-hmm. Retail companies, they can pass their inflation onto to their, their clients. Yeah. Last week, we mentioned healthcare. These companies both can be healthcare companies. Sure. And they're not developing. They're not doing R&D. But have you ever been into a Walmart or a Target where there's not a pharmacy? Right, right. So how, how long is CVS going to be able to stay open with the brick and mortar they have? Yeah. And Walgreens and these other companies, which I love. We invest in CVS. We invest in Walgreens. There is a market for those too, but... I think as you look down the list of all the different things that you may want to invest in from a retail standpoint, what you just hit is the most important because I can't go to Kohl's and get my toilet paper and exactly. my broccoli while I'm getting my TV and my underwear.
1: Yes, exactly. And
0: for as wild as it is, that's what people want. It's why we joke about Walmart is because you know someone rolls up and they got Diet Coke and they have... <laughs> you know, a pound of sugar, a pound sure. of flour, some Doritos and, sure. you know, three picture frames, yeah. you know, uh, but that's that's where we are. Right. And so I think the Kohl's and the Best Buy's and those types of companies, they may become attractive as they become depressed. Mm-hmm. And if there is some sort of resurgence or something, but I don't want to invest in Best Buy become because it becomes a GameStop company. Right. 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 And Target and Walmart are never going to be in those conversations. Sure. Mm-hmm. There's nothing niche about them. They, they kind of own the physical market in the way that Amazon does.
1: Yeah. And there is still, there still is a large demographic of people who do want to go into brick and mortar yeah. for many different things, not just for the electronics. So exactly what you're saying is I could see, I, I see a lot less folks going into just a Best Buy all the time because well, it's very specific. Oh, I need a computer now. Oh, I need a washing machine now. Well, you don't you need groceries every week. You need yeah. you need, you know, the yeah. all the basics, you know, every week or whatnot. So maybe we see some sort of you know mergers together, things like that. You mentioned CVS. I believe Target, their pharmacy is CVS. Yeah, it is. Inside so you can start to see some of the inner workings there, whether good or bad, you know. Well, I think um, it's yeah, you know, no, I agree. We'll with see. So
0: yeah, that was great. I love that across the board. So with Target and Walmart right now, we talked about you know the resiliency in general, across volatility. We also talked about some of the reasons that we like it from a specific uh, tactical standpoint. Mm-hmm. From a fundamental standpoint, they both pay dividends too, right?
1: Yeah, they're both right around the one and a half percent. Okay. Yeah.
0: So that's always nice too. You know, yeah. if you're sitting in a position where things are completely flat, you're still at least keeping up with, well. <laughs> it's
1: hard to, hard to say that now. I, I was mean.
0: gonna say, I almost said inflation. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. But you're keeping up at least with a 30 year rate.
1: There you go. Or something there like that, go.
0: right? So it's nice always. I love dividend paying companies. If I ever yeah. have a chance, I always want to grab some of that. So that's really good, too. My concerns with both of them is that they are part of big indexes. Sure. They're part of big mutual funds, sure. which are always my concerns, yeah. right? Because yeah. if we do have a, a general market pullback, if we have a general market scare, they are part of huge, huge investments. Right. They're right. huge, huge companies. So you won't be able to diversify away all of the market risk, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, but they are a really, really solid piece that we use in a lot of our portfolios, and
1: I hope to continue to use as well. Absolutely. And keep in mind, this is just informational. Yes. We are not providing direct advice here. Uh, but if you want to learn more about both of these companies, we, we have a lot more to say. I mean, we yeah. kept this very brief, but uh, there's a lot more to be said and why we why we like both of these companies.
0: Yeah. And since you're on compliance, we might as well just go through. <laughs> uh, it's official. I think it's, it's important for us to make it clear to everyone, too, that BBK can now uh, help out folks with their cryptocurrency. So I've been working on this for a really long time. I'm really excited. I'm piloting it right now with mm-hmm. my current clients, with some of our current clients. Again, we're not giving advice. It's just one right. of those things where if you have the right situation and the right mm-hmm. risk tolerance and time horizon – Digital currency is here and digital currency is not leaving.
1: (laughs) It's not going anywhere.
0: Uh, And my tone has always been that way. And it's somewhat ironic, I guess, that I work (laughs) in a smaller general town and some of my clients are um, traditional farmers. And so they hear these words and they smile at me just the same way that anyone else would. right? So it is important that we do. We have it all locked and loaded. And uh, we have a relationship with OnRamp Invest so OnRamp works as a, in a custodial capacity for us so they can help us do the reporting and compliance on it. So I'm really excited about that as an additional sector for us to be able to help people with. And if it, is, if it is along the lines of where we believe the digital currency markets are going, that could be an additional hedge for inflation as well.
1: Right, absolutely. So
0: again, reach out to us at any point if you'd like to learn more. And I think it's just about time, my friend, to wrap it up.
1: Yeah, let's move on.
0: All right, man. Highlights from the week from the pickup line, right?
1: All right.
0: So let's talk about our friends and our family and our wives. And I say that intentionally because one of the things we want to always talk about is something that we're grateful for. And there's no way that I can get through this episode without uh, sharing with you how grateful I am for my wife right now. And this isn't one of those big, romantic, dramatic moments where I tell you, like, anything super special Except how super special it was to have her take care of the kids during spring break. Yeah, sure. Uh, it was so great. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Maggie teaches, and we were just really lucky that her spring break aligned with our kids' spring okay. break. They're not in the same school. Sure. And so um, during the school year, I pick up the kids um, three or four days a week, and mm-hmm. then her parents help out the rest of the time. And so to have an entire week <laughs> where there wasn't the two thirty, two forty, you know, alarm that you've heard go off mm-hmm. several times. It was so incredible. And I know it's not easy. Yeah. You know, four children are a lot and you know, for her to be able to hammer that. And she did it for like a decade before she went back to teaching too. So I'm super grateful for her and I hope she listens to this. She might not, but um, (laughs) I wanted to throw that out because that has been a leading thing for me. Um, So tell me, I was going to say the same thing. It's it's
1: ironic. We both, we both threw at on the the grateful for show notes here. Um, My wife and I think I'll go. I'll work backwards here in a little bit as we talk about some of the other the other things. But she just kind of holds everything together. To be yeah. Honest. Like I can go to work. I can do what we're doing here, especially um, with moves in the office and things like that. Mm-hmm. Just a lot going on. Um, she just kind of keeps everything together. You know, working with my son Cohen, as we mm-hmm. talked about last week, with his autism, and uh, working with insurance. Yeah. And you know the government programs and oh, all that type of man. thing. You got to sign up for and do. Um, I would be lost, yeah. To, to be honest, and uh, she kind of keeps that all together, keeps Roman going on. I'm going to talk a little bit more about his uh, his accelerated reader, you know, oh, the, the cool. things that he's doing for for reading and things. Well, yeah, uh, And his into... homework, you know, just she makes sure that all that's getting done. You know, he's. I think I mentioned it last week. You know, w- one of the, the books he's reading for that, but he kind of got behind this this semester already. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's hard for him to to be motivated to read. You know, yeah. so um, last week though he did. I guess, let me step back. The accelerated reader is, is you read a book three times and then you got to go in and take a quiz. Yeah. And that's, that's just, everybody in his class is doing it. Um, I wish the level that he quit, tested into was a little lower because he doesn't like the reading side of that as much. Um, But last week he did five quizzes. You know, he he really, really stepped it up and and did, did some work there. You know, he's reading, um, I mean, anything and everything. We went to the, the library Jenny did and got books, you know, if, if he can't get it done at school, we're going to go and, you know, get it done there. And I say we. Ginny did all that. that yeah. You know, my point is that she did that. But um, it's exciting to see Roman getting getting caught up a little bit. And um, at night before bed, he goes in there and grabs one of his books and starts reading it and tries to get through those those three times or whatever. So, um, yeah, I I don't know how I would get through the day-to-day if, if it wasn't for – Yeah, kind of no, separate, I hear you. All those yeah. little things that I, I wouldn't think about, honestly. You know, I I do come home, help him with some of his homework and things, but to keep him on task with some of these other things. It takes a village. Yeah, Yeah. it really does. It really
0: does. That's incredible. That is great. Well, I love it. And talking about books, you know, I'm a book guy. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm constantly doing it. I'll tell you, with Roman, and maybe I'm not giving unsolicited advice. I guess I am, but... uh, (laughs) My wife is really big into reading too, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm blessed that she's really put all of our kids in a position to be successful. It's the audio books that can help too. I'm an auditory sure. guy. I sure. love to listen to them. And even for kids to to be able to play with a book or a puzzle or Legos yeah. or Pokemon cards and be listening to a book, like that's not a bad thing because sure. they're still learning the words, they're hearing it. Mm-hmm. It's same with like reading to your kids. You know, that's just so important because they're just hearing it. They're starting to put it together. So he'll fly because yeah. I mean- the problem with learning how to read is it's super boring because it's those books that you're talking
1: about. Mm-hmm.
0: But once you get over that hook, you know, once you get to that point where like the light bulb goes on and yeah. it's a home run.
1: And he's getting a lot faster. You know, he's, he's reading really well. Like yeah. the start of this year till now. I mean, I'm just amazed at how far he's gotten. It's just keeping his motivation up because yeah. it isn't his favorite thing.
0: You know, well, like he, you
1: talk about Kate loving to read and things like that. I haven't gotten him to the point where he loves to read and maybe yeah. that's cause I don't love to read. You know, I do listen to podcasts. 100%. I listen to a lot of things, but yep. I don't, I, I'm not one to sit Faking. down and, and read. Yeah, there you go. Right. There I mean, know. that's what I, but
0: you don't have to, I mean, there's sure. so many different ways and you know me, I mean, I always talk about Einstein, right? He said like, why memorize anything you can read in a book or something yeah. line or whatever his quote was. But yeah, it's great to hear him going down that road. And it might be Pokemon, you yeah. know, Michael's reading Pokemon books you know and that was something that i kind of thrown we're out reading there.
1: the cards themselves too
0: yeah no that's what Caroline will do she'll yeah. go through and organize them and do all <laughs> that um but speaking of Caroline this is something that we're just about finished and speaking of completion right mm-hmm. so there's this book set called A to Z Mysteries okay so it's like you know it's uh the one we're reading right now is the unruly umpire right so use uh, okay. the, the unruly yeah. umpire to be like the tenacious tiger i don't know like i, I yeah. there's a whole <laughs> list of them and if you I'm on point now because I don't have them in front of me. But we've been reading them all. We're on you. Okay. So we're on the unruly or uncooperating or something umpire. And I say that to tell you that they're all about seven or eight chapters long. Caroline's in second grade. And she wants to finish those 26 books. And so, like, that's on her list. And she has a little list that she's checking off and everything. And they are cute. There's three kids that are running around doing different things. So that's another cool book. Maybe a couple of years down the road. Well, see, and yeah. I think
1: that would be something Roman would love to listen to. Well, that, that, that exactly. would be intriguing, the mystery side of it. Yeah, I think, I think so. Get into that.
0: Yeah. yeah, 100%. And then you can always start
1: reading like the Harry Potter books and stuff sure. too.
0: As a family, like we did that yeah. with the girls where we got one of the illustrated ones. I should bring it and show it to you oh, okay. it's beautiful. Uh, but yeah, that's incredible. And then from an adult perspective, if you want to listen or read a book at any point, there's an author called Lois Penny. Her name is Lois Penny. Okay. And she's got like 20 or 25 books that are part of this series mm. that are very um, EQ, you know, about seeing, a very empathetic, but they're mystery thriller kind of books. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like an interesting mix. But my wife and I have been reading those and I wanted to make sure I plug that in here in case someone is still listening at this point <laughs> in the podcast. Um, so let's wrap it up, man. I want to talk about one thing that I'm super excited about. Okay. And I think you have one too. So why don't you go first?
1: Yeah. So I'll talk about uh, vacation coming up here. Uh, I think last last podcast I did mention that we have have two vacations coming. I'll I'll be specific on the one in July. My uh, mother-in-law and father-in-law's 40th anniversary is this year. That's so cool. So they are taking the whole family to Minnesota. Um, That is where my father-in-law loves to go and fish. And he goes probably two to three times a year. Yeah. Uh, So, they're just bringing the whole family along. That's cool. Uh, So, there's a lot of excitement for that, but there's also a lot of hesitation and concern. Number one, we have not gone on vacation with both kiddos, and Cohen has never been in a vehicle for more than an hour. Yeah. You know, so, I'm worried about Ah. the the trip itself, you know, the drive. Once we get there, you know, it'll be okay. And then, I'm not the biggest fisherman (laughs) by any means. You know, I enjoy it, but... Uh, we'll just try to figure out, you know, what that what that's going to look like with with the kiddos running around. You know, I know Jenny is a little on high alert, being right there beside the lake, yeah. you know, with two little ones and then things like that too. So, it'll be exciting, it'll be fun because her, both of her, you know, siblings will be there as well. You know, so their families. Yeah. So we'll, we'll have a lot of fun. But um, yeah, I'm just interested to see how that plays out with Cohen mostly, cautiously but, optimistic. But yeah, it, it'll be great to be with family. But yeah. I, I'm I'm very. Very much looking forward to just getting away. Yeah. And like I said, it's been a couple of years since we've done any vacations and things like that. It, it I'm Very excited for these two people. Yeah, I'll be excited to, to have
0: on one too. That'll be a lot of fun. You'll get through it. And the thing is, is like even after the trip, even if it's miserable there and miserable on the way back, mm-hmm. you don't remember the bad travel. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I, I, I'm i a pro. I mean, I've had bad travel for a decade now. <laughs> and, you know, you don't remember it. It's about eight, what is it, like 650 miles for me to get home. Okay. So you're looking at 10 to 12 hours. I mean, it's painful.
1: Sure, sure. Uh
0: But, I mean, technology helps a little bit. It'll be great. You're going to love it. (laughs) All right, man, I'm going to finish with this. Kate's playing basketball. So, she's on a team. It's not CYO. It's a, like, youth league that's on the north side. And these girls are way better than she is. And she knows that. She's aware of it. Um, I think the fourth-grade team that we played last night Mm -hmm. could beat the eighth-grade team at Kate's
1: school. Really? Yes.
0: So, this is not, like, horsing around. This is legit. Like, this girl had... This fourth grade girl, I would say, had comparable basketball handling skills to girls, like, no joke, middle school and high school. But it's just across the board. Like, the talent. And I haven't seen this. You know, my experience has been third and fourth grade CYO basketball. Now, this is fourth grade all Indianapolis basketball. Okay. So, these teams are from all over the place and all these types of things. Holy moly, man. this girl (laughs) was, like, crossing people over between her legs like splitting defenders in wow. fourth grade. Wow. Kate can't even dribble. <laughs> you know? So like then, uh, so why am I excited? I'm excited one, because I love basketball and I love competition. Yeah. I love those types of things. But Kate's kind of into it. Sure. So I you know, that's also gonna be fun for us to kind of figure out how for me to be involved without getting kicked out of the game. Yeah. Well, how did
1: game. how does she handle playing She's a team like that? Well, um, I mean like playing a team like that and having
0: you know, yeah. Well, she like, went into it. She,
1: she, she would understand that yeah. you know, that, they, that was a team with a lot of skill, I guess. Yeah. You know? Well, I
0: mean, she went into it. There's two ways. I'll tell you what I'm trying to do, which okay. is kind of the dad move. right? <laughs> so she is not, like I said, the best player on the team. And yeah. she, she I, don't, I don't know that she will be like, sure. you know, it's one of those things where she's into it. She loves the teamwork part of it. Mm-hmm. But I yeah. want her to be part of something. And I'm, I'm trying to share with her that you don't have to be the tallest, the biggest, the best. Like, right. your team can win, and you're part of a team. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and even if she was the best, I think at this point, like, that's got to be the attitude across the board. Oh, right. Absolutely. You know, I don't want her to burn yeah. out. And, well, she's not going to burn out. She doesn't care. I mean, she does care. I, yeah. When I say that, you know I'm being sarcastic. And sure. for all the you that know, I, I adore Kate. She's my number one. Uh, so, she is into it, and losing does not bother her at all. Mm-hmm. At all. And that, to me, is pretty impressive. So that's good. She went in last night, and she played a ton. She played really good defense. She's getting better and better at dribbling. And it's very clear, like, if she wants to play basketball, she knows now that that's what fourth-grade basketball sure. is like. Sure, You know? And so, hopefully, it'll be motivation for her yeah. to get better. And I'm excited because I can be outside playing with her and those types of things. Yeah. Um, and I'm also really, really nervous like you had said <laughs> that uh, the protector in me the dad mm-hmm. in me may not i need to make sure i eat before i go i yeah. need to make sure yeah. i am like maybe even wearing <laughs> my ear pods or something i don't know but holy moly is it hard for me not to like start yelling My sure. watching basketball. sure i think i need a coach that's yeah. what i was thinking last night yeah you know because it was just one of those things where i i can't sit there yeah and not yell you know go you know <laughs> or something like that so I'm really excited about it. I can't wait to share it. And win or lose, we had a ton of fun laughing about all the different things last night with the game, the good things, and the bad things. So I am really, really excited about it. Well, that's good. Good. All right, man. We got to wrap it up. So as part of that, next week, as a reminder, send us your thoughts. You can email us at thoughts at Mm bbkwealth.com. If there's anything that we talked about that you want us to elaborate on more, um, we kind of talked about healthcare we keep kind of teasing that <laughs> there are a couple companies that we want to bring up and focus on and then let's see here you gave us a big update on our new office already
1: yeah we'll continue to give an update on that I'm really excited to see where uh, what that looks like and then we'll we'll talk about pokemon cards we'll talk about uh, breaking into spring and uh, again, just if you have any thoughts of you know, personal things that you like to do or, or a financial planning topic or something you'd like to learn more about, please share it with us. Uh, that's thoughts at bbkwealth.com. Yep.
0: And the financial planning that we'll hit on next week is if you can actually plan for volatility, some strategies. Can, you? That can we'll you? Use. I don't, I don't really know if I can give you that answer. I think <laughs> we'll have to talk again next
1: week. Thanks for joining us and we'll talk to you soon. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening in. If you have any questions or like clarification on the topics discussed in this episode, or you'd like to share topic ideas for future episodes, please reach out by email to thoughts at bbkwealth.com. And if you'd like to learn more about BBK Wealth and the services we provide, you can find more info on our website, bbkwealth.com or on Facebook at BBK Wealth. And as a quick reminder, our thoughts shared on this podcast are just that, our thoughts, and not specific advice. If you'd like advice on anything discussed, please reach out. Lastly, if you are looking to start your own podcast and like the production and quality of our episodes, check out our producer, Jared White, at jaredwhitemedia.com. Again, thanks for listening in, and we look forward to you joining us next time on our thoughts from the pickup line.